This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now Gallagher. Through the center zone for Montreal. Dano sneaks in. The pass across. They score! This is BetQL Daily with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Canadians and Lightning, game number one this evening. Welcome back into BetQL Daily, Joe O and Joe G. We're here weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. on the BetQL Network. And before our show gets rolling, Joe G, we've got the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messinger. Let's uh, bring in Jenks at Jenks DC on Twitter. He's a hockey nut, so he's going to tell us how to bet this one. Uh, Jenks, don't worry. The bosses are not listening. How are you adjusting to those hours, man? I I did morning drive at one point in my life, and I am convinced that it does remove years off your life. But I've always been a night person because I did TV forever. So I was working on, you know, the classic, you know, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., and now it's just the opposite. So I'm getting up at 3 a.m. every morning and trying to figure out what I missed. And I'm I'm halfway between energy drinks and coffee. I'm going to the bathroom every five minutes like a child. It's so I'm I'm still working on it. It's it's going. I love the show and I'm having a great time. But I will say, getting up early and being a morning guy as someone who is always up late is definitely yeah. been an adjustment. I I don't want to alarm you, but um, if you talk to any morning show host, yeah, say you never get used to it. You know what's so funny? They there's the, the sports junkies, which I'm in DC and yeah. they've been on forever here. And so I'll run into these guys in the break room and they've been telling me the same thing. So I thought I'd get some positivity from these guys. They're like, Hey man, how's it going? I'm like, ah, it's early. They're like, yeah, man, it, uh, you never, you never get used to it. Uh, uh, what time are you getting up? Like they, they just immediately co- commiserate with you and say, Oh God. Yeah. It's awful. It's all, I've been doing this for years. It's, 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 it's never been the same. So I'm just going to accept it. I'm going to embrace it as much as I can. So, so what is it going to be with during the uh, Stanley Cup Finals here? Adrenaline going to keep you up at night? You're going to be buzzing watching the game? So the problem I have, I mean, I filled in on radio in the mornings when I've yeah. trying to go to sleep after the game, right? Like you say, <sighs> whatever game it is. And then you're like, all right, I got to go to bed. It's, it's 1030 or whatever, right? East Coast time. And then you can't fall asleep. Like that's that's the part that's hardest for me. Can you fall asleep when the game's over? No, that's the problem is I'm trying everything. Like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to dope myself Load up, up on, on the melatonin. Oh, exactly. Oh, it says take one. I'll take five. I'll figure it out. It's like, oh, God. I, you know, so then I, I've been trying to meditate. Like, I'll just calm myself. I was like, that's a great goal, though. Um, I'm so I'm so sad the under didn't hit. You know, whatever it is. So my mind's going a million miles an hour. But, yeah, you know, like any sporting event, especially if you're into it. And I do love hockey, especially playoff hockey. I just think it's so very exciting. And, yeah, when you see a great game and, and whether you have some action on it or not, it's hard not to just not to immediately spend an, an hour at least sort of coming down from that high. You guys know how it is. So, yeah, that's another thing. I'm going to stay up late. I'm going to watch this game. And I'm going to go to bed at 2 and wake up at 3 and come in here as a zombie tomorrow morning. 
All right, well, let's jump into this series that we have here. Is it going to be a long one? What do we need to know before we start betting on it? Ooh, you know, it's it's this is so tough because the Lightning are the best team in hockey. And I put a future on them uh, a few weeks back, which I keep throwing out there because my bets have been trash over the past week. So I'm trying to build myself up. I got I got the Lightning at 12 to 1 a few weeks ago because they didn't have Andre Vasilevsky, or sorry, they didn't have Nikita Kucherov, I should say. And he looks like he's going to be out for this series, but they're just so good offensively, it doesn't matter. They, There's a reason why they are defending cup champions. And if they win this Stanley Cup, and it looks like that they will, then you're going to have to look at them as sort of a legacy team because they've been that good and that dominant. The problem here is Montreal keeps surprising us in ways that that we don't anticipate. They haven't been a favorite in forever. And they what they've done is they played this defensive brand of hockey. There has not been an overhit in any of Montreal's games since back in game three against Winnipeg. So that was a series and a half ago. So they find some way to shut down very offensively talented teams and make these other teams, these opposing teams, play their brand of hockey. So I think the Lightning win, but right now they're minus 200 on the money line. And that's just way too chalky. A ton of money is on the Lightning right now. I certainly get that. But it's way too chalky of a price for me to be able to lay money on a Lightning team that is appreciably better, but also against a Montreal team that has proven they can play with anybody. James, can Montreal do it to the Lightning, right? We see this sometimes in sports where, yeah. where a team will, will force other teams to play their style. And that's kind of what you're saying Montreal has done. But then they run into a much more talented team and the strategy doesn't work. Can they make the Lightning play their style in this series, a low-scoring game? I think they can. Now, it's going to be work, and I wouldn't have said this, but – we forget that the Vegas Golden Knights, after Vegas knocked out the Avs, the Knights were the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. And they have a ton of offensive talent, whether it's Max Pacioretty or Mark Stone or William Carlson. And the Canadians shut them down. And what they're doing, which is really fascinating as a hockey fan, is that their top line, their scorers, guys like Arturi Lekkanen and Philip Deneau, Brendan Gallagher, they become this defensive line. So they're sending out their top liners and saying, you play defense, if you score great, but we'll let you guys be the shutdown line, which is so it's the antithesis of what hockey is about, right? You leave that to your third and fourth lines. You let these guys come in and grind it out. You let your scores be your scores. And Montreal is saying, no, our top liners will be defenders. And then our other guys will fill in the blanks and fill in those holes and score. So it's I think they can. They will have their they will have their work cut out with them. Them, but you cannot mention the Habs without mentioning Carey Price and what he's done. He's been a big name in hockey for a long time. You know that. But he's playing, he and Vasilevsky are right there, like one and two. And the old saying goes in hockey you can win a cup with a hot goalie. They have a hot goalie and a guy who is as good as it gets in Carey Price. So I think they can. This is BetQL Daily, Joe O and Joe G. Our guest is Michael Jenkins. He's co host of the Daily Tip, six to nine a.m. right here on the BetQL network. All right, you've got futures on Tampa Bay. Uh, you think they're going to win this series, but like you mentioned, it's a heavy price. What about a, a series spread? Would you look at Tampa Bay minus a game and a half at minus 136, Tampa Bay minus two and a half at plus 180, or maybe you go on the other side, take some uh, take some games with the Canadiens? I'd lay the juice at minus 136. I, this feels like a 4-2 a, a series for me, and I don't think that's too much juice to lay on a Tampa team. That is better, and I feel like that's how this series is going to go, right? Montreal is going to get one or two. They've gotten here for a reason, and they may get one or two back at home. But whatever happens, Tampa Bay, I don't think it goes seven. Six games feels about right. The Lightning end up winning this series. But the Habs grab a couple just because of Carey Price and that defense. So that's not a lot of chalk to lay when it seems like it, it feels like the right price for me. 
Let's talk some Con Smythe here, series MVP. If yeah. it happens, you're, you're assuming Tampa is going to win. That's your pick. You've been on them. How do you see this? Is this is this chalky? Do you think there's a player in this series that could emerge and maybe steal an MVP award? Because once you get past the three or four favorites, I mean, you get some big numbers here. Guy like Steven Stamp goes 15 to one. Is, is there anyone beyond the guys you think could win an MVP in this series? Yeah, I think Stamkos is, is great value. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's been as good as it gets for a long time. And, and as you guys know, there's always recency bias. And what we've seen from, you know, Braden Point is the reason why everybody's focusing on him. I think if you really believe in Montreal, Cole Caulfield, he's a young guy. He was in college a year ago, which is insane to think about. But he's been such a, a spark plug for this team. I I don't necessarily like it because I don't like Montreal in the series, but but he's worth a sprinkle if you like the Habs. But I think Stamkos is perfect because he's been in this spot. We know his reputation, and that's a lot of value for a guy who, even though maybe he hasn't been the dominant player in the postseason, you can clearly make an argument that he is the best player on the ice. All right, Jenks, I've got uh, Tampa Bay, 4-2, plus 415. That's Love not bad it. At this that's not bad. Uh, you mentioned Stamkos there. Any anybody else that uh, you want to throw out there? Because what I, some other stuff I love with these markets, you can do uh, matchups like player matchups for most goals, uh, most points. Uh, which players should we take a look at in those sorts of uh, options? I will say again, if you're if you're a believer in the Habs and there are some people, if you're looking for a lot of value and you think they might pull an upset here, it's easy to. You know, I feel a little bad going with the Habs, but then I think they've surprised us thus far. There's no reason why they should be here. So if they're going to win, Carey Price is going to be the guy. So I, I like, if you want to take a flyer on somebody, Cole Caulfield's your guy. But if you're looking for the best value relative to, you know, who the Habs are playing, then Carey Price is going to be the guy. So if you're looking for a future on the con Smythe and you believe in Montreal, there's no way, there's absolutely no way the Habs win this series without Carey Price continuing to stand on his head. So if they win, and plus I have to say, you know how it goes in, in you know, series like this, the guy who's the veteran who, you know, he has that sort of sentimental value attached to him. So if he has a series and he's going to have to have a great series for the Habs to win, and there's sort of that sentimental value attached to a guy who has everything on his resume except for a Stanley Cup, Carey Price is good value. Hockey fan question for you, Jenks. Just sure. I, I need to get your take on it. So do you think this will be a well-watched series based on the teams in it? And does that does it matter to you as a hockey fan? Because people always ask me that about baseball, because I love baseball, right? The Rays yeah. or some small market teams, and I'm like, yeah, no one's going to watch. And I we, I want people to watch the World Series. Sure. And what, what do you think in terms of people watch this one and caring about this one from that perspective? No, they're not going to care. They're not going to watch. Gonna you know, I mean, I hate to, I hate to, I mean, I hate to say that, but I, people just they sort of just miss hockey anyway. And I understand that. But I, it's, I'm of the belief that Montreal should be so much more of a bigger story right now. What they've done... And, and to get this point in the season against the best team in hockey is really remarkable. I mean, and we're talking about historically, you know, the most decorated team in NHL playoff history. They have 25 cups, but they haven't been back to this point. They haven't won a cup since 1993. So you have a hockey crazy fan base who is starved for a championship. They're back at this point and they've done it by playing great hockey. What they've done is not a fluke. And in any other sport, you would be talking about this this underdog team, one of the worst odds going into this tournament. You would have said, wait, they've made it to the final? If this were, I don't know, an NBA team, if this were, I don't know, let me throw out a team. If there was the Wizards, not that they're that bad, but if it was a team that was there, the seven or eight seed that had no business being here, we'd be talking about this a lot. But because it's hockey, 
for not really giving them the credit that they deserve. I don't think people will watch this series, but they should because it has been really brilliant hockey for Montreal. And it's an awesome matchup to have the best team in hockey versus the upstarts that shouldn't be here. And it really is sort of a, you know, a David versus Goliath story. And I think it's going to be a great series. Uh, Jenks, earlier on in the playoffs, you could find some totals in some of the matchups at five and mm-hmm. a half. And over the last week or so across the board, it's five every game, mm-hmm. every night. They're just going to move the juice around. How do you think uh, the scoring is going to go? in these? It's a tough one. And I feel like all you can get a five and a half right now, but it's really juiced up. It's not worth it. I, I think that we're all waiting. What it feels like to me that what's built into these totals are waiting for the lightning to explode. In one of these, now they did that against the Isles when they won eight nothing in Game Five, and everyone thought, "Well, this is the Tampa Bay team we expect," and and they could certainly be that team. I'm gonna, I could show up tomorrow and talk about a low scoring game and have my head buried in the sand because the Lightning won seven two. They they have they have that capability. They really are that good from top to bottom. That's why they're the favorites to win this series. It's why they're minus two hundred on the money line tonight. However, I, I think I would I would continue this trend of of Montreal playing low scoring games. They're gonna they're gonna make you earn it. And had I not seen it against Vegas, then maybe I would believe more in in the overs here. But I would keep rolling with the unders until someone proves they can solve Montreal because the Habs have gotten this done again and again and again since early in the postseason. Because the styles are so contrasting, would there be any value or idea to jump in and maybe a few minutes in, half a half a period in, kind of feel it out? Do you think? early in the game each night will give you a sense of it's going to be low scoring or not. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a great point. If you see, if you see price and maybe he's standing on his head early and the lightning are just peppering him with shots and that Habs defense isn't really stepping up and helping him out. You can, I know if you watch hockey a lot, you can kind of get a feel like these guys are about to score. Like you can only keep these guys out or off the scoreboard for so long. If you let them keep attacking you like this, other teams are different, but very few teams in the National Hockey League can come at you, can come at you, can come at you like Tampa Bay because it's just wave after wave of talented player. You know, even their defensemen are talented. What you're talking about with Victor Hedman, they they just come in waves and they don't stop. So if they're peppering the Habs early on, and you can get a good price on maybe someone scoring or maybe the overhitting at a reduced juice, I would look at that as well. Jake, I need to uh, blindside you with an NFL question. Sure. Football team. Are they going to buck the trend and win the NFC East in back-to-back seasons? I think they might. I, and I, I am not at a Washington football team apologist, okay? I, Dan Snyder, don't even get me started on that guy. This team has been buried, like just driven into the ground for two decades. However, Dwayne Haskins started six games for this team last year. He was putrid. And I understand Ryan Fitzpatrick is hit or miss. But just him just stepping onto the field is such a tremendous upgrade over Dwayne Haskins, not even close. So with that defense, which they have built from the ground up, and, and and they're only going to get better, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, who will have some appreciable weapons around him, and anyone who is not Dwayne Haskins, I like the plus money for Washington to win the division. I really do. It's almost oh, yeah. been 20 years, Jenks. Almost <laughs> two decades has anyone won this division back-to-back. We're due, baby. We're due. That's right. Uh, Michael Jenkins, find him on Twitter at JenksDC and listen to the Daily Tip, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time with Chelsea Messinger right here on the BetQL Network. Good luck with your future. Thanks, guys. Great talking to you. Good stuff from Jenks there. Uh, Many different ways to bet the Stanley Cup final. So you're, you're out on that. So you, you're out on the football team just just because of what we've seen over the last couple of decades. I've seen too much of this. It happens okay. every Which, year. What's your team? Cowboys? It's got to be the t- it's got to be them, right? Uh, the most talented course. team, McCarthy year two. That, that's I the guess. smart bet. Even yeah. though I don't trust Dak's health, I mean it's it's it is what it is. Offensive line going to be healthy? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's we'll a see. big question there. The home run race is fun. 
If you aren't paying attention, start to. Start to. Uh, we've got some good division races going on in Major League Baseball, but I think this home run leader bet, it's going to be fun to track if you have one of the dudes uh, in the race because leaders keep on flipping. We'll tell you if there's any value in a home run leader bet next. Joe O and Joe G, keep it locked on BetQL Daily from BetQL.